Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news in health research. Hope you all are having a fantastic day today. We're down here in what is normally referred to as the Sunshine State, but I guess you could call it the Hurricane State this week. We're getting some rain so far. Looks like this um, nice big Cat 4 is going to make landfall here later on this afternoon, and it's supposed to park on Florida for a while. However... This is why I've always continued to encourage people to make sure you're taking extra precautions and being prepared on a regular basis and continue to watch and monitor things and be prepared as always. So we'll get through this as we always have. This is not an abnormal situation, just another hurricane, and we're still operational. I am at the office right now. I've actually got the kids over here right now. I've got Lan over here, got the Reuben over here. We're packing boxes, getting stuff buttoned up, and we're actually making another trip to the post office after this radio show right now so lest you think we're not staying on top of it and making sure all of our customers are taking care of the top priority we always are so if you guys need anything feel free to place an order online over the next day and we will still be getting shipments out as soon as the post office reopens probably on thursday or friday but as of right now we are still fully operational along with the post office in ups today so we're getting everything out asap so thank you again your continued support and prayers of health masters thank you for continuing to get the truth out there also to in other news i thought this was funny almost from an ironic standpoint is the hurricane hasn't even made landfall yet except over in cuba and the islands obviously it hit them pretty hard but you're already getting the mainstream media propaganda pushing the climate change narrative Already, as soon as any storm pops up, if you guys have noticed this now, it's like they pretend that there's never been a hurricane in recorded history in Florida. They pretend that there's never been a wildfire out west, or they pretend there's never been a drought or a monsoon in any part of the country. As soon as they have the chance to push their narrative, I saw this article on MarketWatch that said, Ian keeps expensive and high-risk her season on track that's fueled by climate change. And I started laughing, and I thought to myself, well, I guess we could just ignore the fact that even the Air Force back in the 90s discussed an article how they can control the weather as weather warfare, how they went into detail in Vietnam, how they were able to control the weather. And the, the weather machines and the aspects of what they have with HARP and the planes and the chemtrails has been going on for decades upon decades. And it's very, very clear research that they know exactly how to manipulate and control weather. Now, whether or not this hurricane is this or that, I'm not saying it is, but what I am saying is it's funny how now climate change is supposed to be the next new COVID. And, you know, there's been many devastating storms that have hit the entire country and the world for hundreds of years. The Earth is pretty much a living element, so to speak. I mean, you have tectonic plates, you have volcanoes, you have all kinds of things that are changing on a very minute basis in the Earth. And it's funny to me how these individuals, these communists have now taken climate change as the new initiative to try to control, monitor, and essentially deprive human beings of essentially inalienable rights that we've always had. I saw an article yesterday somebody sent me, and does uh, actually funny, Dad sent it to me yesterday, and it said, towing with my Ford Lightning EV was a total disaster. And it's this big YouTube guy that towed basically his old Ford uh, Model T. 
on this little car trailer. I mean, it was like a whole thing weighed like 3,500 pounds. I mean, a little aluminum trailer, a little Model T, and he towed it with his F-150 Lightning, the new EV. And I told you guys there was already in multiple failure videos of this thing on before. He got a whopping 100 miles out of it before he had to do an emergency stop and charge up for another 45 minutes so he could continue to drive. And as he said and all of I have said, this whole thing is not about green. It's not about efficiency. It's not about safety, and it's not about climate change. It's all about changing the mindset of the population to make them believe they do not have the right to travel freely unmolested on their way. Isn't it funny how right as we're pushing this EV narrative in the mainstream media, there's constant articles that are coming out now saying, don't charge your car overnight. It's going to collapse the power grid. Oh, in California, don't charge your car at peak hours and don't turn your AC on too cold and make sure in Colorado we're controlling your your uh, your basically your thermostat. You can't go below 79. We're doing all this for for safety. It's for your protection, guys. It's for, for climate change. You know, you need to make sure you get your EV truck that only goes 100 miles because you, you don't need to be driving further than that. You don't need to be able to get to the office and back. You don't need to go on vacation. You don't need to go to Great Smoky Mountains National Park. You don't need to go to the Petrified Forest. You don't need to see any of that, guys. You need to stay at home, do your work, don't go anywhere, and be happy and own nothing. That's what they're trying to get people conditioned. Because remember, what they keep saying in the mainstream media and what they keep repeating over and over and over again is called the narrative. I say this all the time. The narrative is used on a repeated basis to change the way you perceive and you think. It's not designed to say it one time and suddenly they expect everybody to follow what they're telling them. <laughs> no, by no means that's what they have to do. It's exactly what we said yesterday with Gerbil. You make the lie big enough and you repeat the lie long enough over and over and over again. You will eventually reshape the mindset of the general population and they will actually start to think a certain way. They will start to perceive things in certain ways and eventually they will adapt to it. Because human beings can adapt to just about anything if we have to. And what they're getting people used to is the idea of not being able to travel, not being able to drive, not being able to charge your car or do anything that they don't want you to do, all because climate change. Because remember, if you don't drive an EV vehicle in 2035, you're basically a hurricane supporter. Oh, yeah, we're here to – remember, if you don't support EVs, you're either with EVs or you're with the hurricanes. Do you want to be a hurricane grandma killer? Is that what you want to be? Or do you want to support the EVs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that last, but he knows I'm right. This is exactly what they're pushing. It's always and or. You can only do this one or this one. It's A or B. You can't you can't go along and say, well, you got to go along this one or this one or this one. It's you got to be with us or you're with the terrorists, right? You're either and you know pro vaccine or you're racist grandma killer you're either with america and ukraine or you're a neo-nazi russian supporter they always give you the a or b option it's not either or so again remember why they're doing this why they're continuing to push this narrative and continue to see through the nonsense and try to wake as many people up as you can as possible so again thank you for the support of health masters thank you for getting the truth out there what do you think dad this nice rainy morning <laughs> well it's, it's kind of a relaxing day right now it's kind of like the calm before the storm it's kind of i kind of slept in a little bit this morning because it was so relaxing outside i thought this is pretty nice you know this is really relaxing because i mean you got the water hitting the roof and then i walk outside and the street's flooded and i'm like oh, that's nice and I'm thinking to myself, that's just not good. And I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, we're going to have some rain, but I don't think it's going to be a windy event. It's going to be a rain event. It's going to be a real slow mover over the top of the state. And, you know, we've already prayed about it, so I'm not really concerned about it. So it's just one of those things. And it's back to what Austin and I have said to you guys and 
mentioned to you guys and talked to you guys about so many times. You basically have to prepare in advance. And we've got generators everywhere here. I mean, we've got stored gasoline everywhere. We've got all of this stuff basically here already. We've got food storage here. We've got all of this stuff that's basically, you know, ready to go right now. And that's the whole thing that we continue to do all of the time because we know that if we continue to prepare, continue to be here and prepare for what we're looking for, then, you know, we don't have a situation that's going to come out, you know, and jump on top of us and, and start doing bad things to us. I mean, that's just how we both look at it. And, and that's why we continue just to tell you guys, you know, get some storable food, get some storable food. You go in there and, and figure out exactly what you want to do with the food, figure out how much you're going to need, because the economy, let me say it to you this way. When the stock market completely and totally collapsed back in 1929, it wasn't the end of the world. I mean, it, it just doesn't, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't end like that. I mean, suddenly we had, you know, people committing suicide and jumping out of windows in Wall Street because they'd lost their whole fortune. But the, the, the whole economy doesn't stop. This, this, the economy that we have in the United States is so big and so varied and so vast that they've had a hard time shutting it down. They really have. The only ones who had the power to do that were the international banking cartels, and they did the best they possibly could to do it because of COVID. Because remember, Klaus Schwab, COVID presents an opportunity that we can go in and out. We can, we can take over the world, and we can change your DNA, and by 2030, you'll own nothing, and you'll be hot. It's a weirdo. Who says crap like that, right? But that's what he did. And so he realized that from an international monetary standpoint, they needed to correct a lot of the inconsistencies you know, in, the, in, the, in the, all these different currencies. Like right now, the euro, the dollar, and the pound, and the Swiss franc are all pretty much at parity. They're all about the same. They're about one-to-one. -one. And that's very rare that that ever happens. And, and the reason they're doing that is it's going to be a lot easier then to take those basket of currencies and shift them into a common denominating currency as far as an electronic currency if they're all at parity. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, well, I had one Swiss franc. Well, now you got one, you know, whatever you're going to call it. Now you got one this. Well, I have one of those too. So it's all the same. You don't lose a bunch of money and they can switch it over. This global reset that the Klaus Schwab weirdos are trying to do is it's going to be pretty extensive. It's going to be really, really a wild ride for all of us down here, but it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not going to be the, the, you know, the event that changes the world. I'm telling you this right now. You can, you can, you, we may have a dirty nuclear bomb false flag. It may be, we may have one of those. I've told you that now for years. But we're not going to have global thermonuclear war. It's not going to happen. The entities that run the planet do not want the ecosystem destroyed like that, and they don't want their 5G system destroyed like that. Remember when God came in and flooded the planet? They already had the same type of system set up already where they can control everybody's thoughts and everybody's minds. They were using pyramids all over the world, thousands and thousands and thousands of pyramids all over the world that were transmitters. Basically, is what they were because they were being parked underneath these ley lines and this water being run through these ley lines at a certain speed. They actually changes its consistency. It starts glowing blue. When it's, I, think it's, I think when water starts moving at 200 meters per second, it actually starts putting out a, you know, a field of electricity, a field of energy. And, and what happens is they had these pyramids parked over these things, and they were giant transmitters that were putting out super negative energy that were making people think negative all the time, you know, as far as making them evil all the time. The fallen angels have done this. And some of these structures, Austin and I were at the Great Pyramid. Some of the blocks at the base of that pyramid are so big, they, they don't have the, the biggest cranes today couldn't move these things. Well, how'd they get moved? Well, they had some type of levitation program. I don't know. The fallen angels were doing something, you know, with, with you know, gravimetric energy and moving these blocks and putting them in place to build these giant transmitters. Now, this is all speculation on my part. I can't prove any of this stuff, but I think this is what happened. 
So they're not going to come in now when they set up 5G towers and spent literally trillions of dollars globally to do all of this stuff under Donald Trump in the United States and turn all of the stuff off and nuke it. They're not going to do it. They're not going to send an EMP through it and destroy all the electronics and have to rebuild it all, especially if they destroy a bunch of the population. They don't have the manpower to do it. So God had to come in at the flood and basically pull the continental plates apart, change all those magnetic ley lines, and basically turn off all the pyramids, sink a bunch of them to the bottom of the ocean. There's a bunch of pyramids all over under the ocean, by the way, and basically shut the whole planet down from an electronic standpoint. God did that. The evil one didn't want to do that. God did that. God had enough of it. He was going to change the entire timeline. He, he, he came in and changed the timeline. He, he came in and saw what was going on. And he goes, this ain't going to work. This is my planet. I've had enough. I'm done. We're shutting this off. And he did. Now it's taken him thousands and thousands of years to put this thing back together again where they're trying to make every thought of every man evil all the time. And look at, look at, the, look at, the, look at the gay lobby and the homosexual lobby and Last day yesterday, I started fussing about the ADL again, and you know, and the and APAC and all the rest of it, and how they're all tied together. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a friend who's got a kid. The kid's like ten years old, and one of her best friends is gay. And I warned her. I said, you know, you got to be really careful with this. And she goes, What do you mean? He goes, My friend's gay. He won't mess with my child. And I said, It's not that he's going to mess with your child, though. That is a possibility. But if you say he's not, I believe you. But I hope he doesn't. It's not that. It's the modeling. The child's going to think that that behavioral pattern is normal, and that child may start acting like your friend because that's his, that's his role model that he has. And see, this is the problem that we've had all the way through the school system. That's why we yesterday often went berserk on the transgenders and the grooming and all the other stuff that we have going on all over the world right now. It's not that one individual is going to do something wrong. But, you know, we have a bunch of people that have been brought in. They've been groomed into the homosexual lifestyle as children by other men who are homosexuals. And, and I know – and I, gosh, I hate to say that to you guys, but it's just the truth. And so be really, really careful who you let your children hang out with. Look at the Boy Scouts and all the guys that basically raped all those young boys in the Boy Scouts. And you know, they, they actually went into the Boy Scouts – these homosexuals did because it was like a feeding ground for them. They could find these young boys. They could convert to homosexual stuff who didn't have fathers in many cases. And so be really, really careful with your children. Gosh, that's why I recommend you homeschool. I, I, that's what we did with all of our kids. I mean, we, we had them in a public school or private school for a few years. It turned into a giant mess, super expensive. They want to pay for it, and they were giving them, I thought, a substandard education. And we just got rid of them. We got rid of the, we got rid of the private school. We started homeschooling them all. Austin was you know, Harrison. I think went to private school for five years. Absolutely hated it. You know, at the end because he was getting picked on, and you know because he's real smart, and you know he basically stuck out because he knew all the answers, all the questions, and the kids all got mad at him for that. And then he started tattling because he's getting picked on, and so then it got worse, and so it got turned into a giant mess. And, and so they ended up, we ended up pulling them all out and homeschooling him. And basically, and he ended up being valedictorian in high school and graduating from his bachelor's degree at 18 years old. I've told you all that stuff before. And now he's an attorney. He's been, you know, he's been sworn in until, up in uh, Perry, Florida. But the thing about it is, is that we have to really watch our children. It's very, very critical, guys, that we do this. This is not a, this is not a, if we feel like it, we've got to do it. You've got to pretend like every single person who's around them may not be who you think they are. Be very careful who babysits your children. It's really important. You know, Austin's got a real short list of, you know, babysitters. It's like, I'm on it, and that's about it. Just maybe a couple more, and that's all. And because he doesn't want to have his children exposed to stuff that he doesn't want to see and that, he, that the kids don't need to see. And that's why it's so important that we all continue to work together as a family. So I've not yet had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. We've been doing hurricane prep all morning, but I'll pray for you after the show today. 
But, you know, you guys are my family. I want to thank you again for all the emails that you're sending me to drtedb at yahoo.com. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, ask drtedb at yahoo.com because it's really keeping me active and busy and I'm, I'm giving me other people to talk to and, you know, things to do and not just sit around here at the house because I'm kind of by myself most of the time, which is kind of the piss, to be honest with you. But it's the, the reality is, is that it's keeping me busy and active and I'm so glad I've got a talk show with you guys and I can come in and talk to you guys every single day. So I thank you so much and I continue to pray for you. So continue to keep those emails coming at askdrtedb at yahoo.com. I really, really appreciate it. And one other thing I want to talk about right now, Roger Stone now has a video about him calling for violence. He says it's a deep fake. And I know Roger Stone. I do. I know the guy. And I believe he's telling the truth. And I remember I sent you that – I gave you – sent you guys to put that video on our, on our on the Health Masters news stream a few weeks ago showing how somebody had actually put a, like a mask on. It wasn't a mask. It was a digital mask and it looked exactly like Donald Trump. The hair was different and the voice was different, but you could not tell it wasn't Donald Trump. So these digital fakes are everywhere, and Roger Stone now claiming the video of him calling for violence is deep fake. Roger Stone insists that a video obtained by CNN that show him calling for violence ahead of the 2020 election are actually deep fakes. CNN airs fraudulent deep fake videos and expects anyone to believe them based on their long history of lies. Stone wrote on Telegram Monday night, let CNN or anyone else produce any proof that I knew in advance about participated in or condoned any illegal act on January 6th or any other day. Footage captured by filmmakers Christopher Goldbranson and Frederick Marble earlier showed him declaring a day before voting, F the voting, let's get right to the violence and shoot to kill. See Antifa, shoot to kill. This, this is all by – I'm not going to read you the rest of this because it's all bad language. I don't believe for one second that Roger Stone did this. I don't. I believe it's a total lie. But the problem that we all have, isn't it, that they can put stuff out there like Roger Stone or put about anybody that you know on alt media and say so-and-so was doing such and such, and this is what we're doing now, and, and basically digitally edit the voice to make it sound like that person. You can take a person's voice edit, and you can get two or three paragraphs from them, and you can digitally basically record that voice, and then you can digitally make it say anything you want along with corresponding directly to the deep fake. That's the technology that's out there right now. And so we've got a real, real problem now with alt media and with other people out there putting out deep fake videos. Don't you remember the one about Tom Cruise? Completely and totally wasn't Tom Cruise talking. It looked identical to Tom Cruise, sounded identical to Tom Cruise. And he said, this is not me. And and see, that's the problem that we're going to run into because this group of people who run the planet, this Kabbalist Luciferian network, they basically are saying, you know, we can do whatever we want to do and we can lie about everybody. And we have the deep fake ability to do that now. Look at this Nord Stream pipeline that we covered on the show yesterday. We were one of the first alt media shows to cover that. It was blown up in multiple places. It doesn't just happen like that. Those pipelines don't blow up when they're 250 feet underwater. Somebody said that somebody's blew it up. People say, well, Russia blew up their own pipeline. Really? Okay. Do you, you really believe Russia blew up the old, their own pipeline? That would be like the United States you know, blowing up its own air force. Why would they do that? I mean this is, this is a generating – revenue stream for the for russia and they'd already supposedly cut it off to europe anyhow so it wasn't like it was doing anything but i'm telling you what happened they didn't want to just just my 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 belief on this i believe and i mentioned it briefly yesterday that somebody came in and they did not want russia to start pumping gas back into europe for the winter and they get you have germany you know basically lift the sanctions they had against russia and russia turned the fuel flow back on they didn't want to have that happen when you have when you have a giant pipeline, it's probably six eight feet in diameter. Who knows how big it is? I don't know. I haven't measured it, and I haven't seen it, and I haven't read about it how how wide it is, or what the circumference is of the pipe. But if you blow that stuff up two or three hundred feet below water lines, it's a major issue fixing it, guys. 
it's it's a major major problem sending divers down that deep to do that. I'm a, I'm a scuba diver, so is Austin. You got to go through all kinds of decompression phases just to go up and go down. You got to breathe special mixtures of, of air and you know all kinds of other gases in there so you don't get the bends. It becomes a major problem. This is not going to be a one week or two week fix. It's going to be months and months and months if they fix it. And if Russia's already shut it off, what's the point? So think through what's going on over there. The United States or the same Kabbalah Sluicetheria network that owns the United States, the BlackRock State Street and Vanguard, the same group that basically runs the entire world, the same ones we always talk about, the boys who took down Building 7. Just make it that way. They're probably the ones who blew up the pipeline because they do not want that pipeline being turned back on into Germany for the winter. And so they did not want to take a chance that somebody was going to actually get, get some sense and turn on the gas again. So now it's off. So now Germany's going to have a very dark winter. I'm going to tell you this about Germany. Germany gets wicked cold. I mean, wicked, wicked cold. It's like the same, you know, you know, longitude, I guess, as, as, as you know, as, as Canada. And, you know, it's just way, way, way north. And so when you get out there, I remember one time I was on the Autobahn. It was like December. We were going to the Christmas markets up there. And I remember we, I had to get out and pump gas. And it was like 60-mile-an-hour wind, and it was like 20 below zero. And I thought, my gosh, my gosh, I cannot believe how cold it is. I jumped back in the car, got on a bunch of clothes, and thought, freeze to death out here. This is horrible. And, and, I, and I pumped the gas in the car, and I thought, this is Looney Tunes. And I told Sharon, I said, this is beyond belief cold. This is really, really, really cold here. That's the winters in Germany sometimes. You remember what happened during the Battle of the Bulge, how unbelievably cold it was, and how many, so many soldiers died because of the temperatures? This is what they're going to deal with in Germany if they can't get the heat turned back on and get the gas turned back on. Now they're all standing in line to buy coal. They're supposed to be the big green country, right? Now they're having to stand in line for days sometimes to buy coal to fire up their old furnaces to try to heat up their houses so they don't freeze to death and their pipes don't burst. So it's going to be a problem in Europe for this winter. And by blowing up this Nord Stream pipeline, this is a big deal. I think the same guys who blew up Building 7 are the same guys who blew up the pipeline, whoever you think that they may be. But that's my opinion on that. Austin, what do you think, buddy? And what's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right. I, there's no question about it that, I mean, this wasn't this wasn't Russia going in and blowing it up. I even read an article earlier that was over from Europe, and it said the, uh, the network operator of the Nord Stream AG said, and I quote, the destruction that occurred on the same day simultaneously on three strings of the offshore gas pipeline of the Nord Stream system is unprecedented and not coincidental. It is not yet possible to even estimate the timing of the restoration of the gas transport infrastructure. Okay, three separate sections. Okay, I mean, obviously, we know that we have certain elements inside the U.S. government that are very good at destruction. I mean, heck, even SEALs are great at wet work. I mean, these guys are incredible as far as what they're diving and underwater destruction stuff that they're able to do. That being said, there's no reason, as Dad said, for Russia to be involved in blowing up their own pipeline because if you, if you recall, <laughs> if you recall just a few months back in February, and I quote the bumbling buffoon Trump, or bumbling buffoon uh, Biden, Trump's gone, so he I don't, he just does he's still trying to run his thing. But Biden, Biden on ABC News report, this was on February seventh. This was a couple weeks before the invasion of Russia into Ukraine. President Biden, if Russia invades Ukraine, there will no longer be a Nord Stream two. We will bring an end to it. Reporter, President Biden, but how will you do that exactly? Since the project is under full Germany's control, 
Biden looks at her with this absolutely disgusting satanic smirk and goes, I promise you, we will be able to do that. Remember, everything we're watching right now, and when you watch the video, you, you can tell he's, he's like he's like a little rat. Him, him and Fauci, that's why they're such good little buddies. They have all the stuff lined up, and they have contingency plans. If stuff isn't going the way they want it to, they go to the next phase. It's exactly like I said yesterday. What they're saying now is, oh, because of the green energy that we need to produce, because of climate change, it's getting even colder in Germany. Newsflash, Germany's always been cold. <laughs> I've been there multiple times. Dad's been there more than me. Europe gets extremely cold. It hasn't happened overnight. It hasn't happened in a decade. It hasn't happened in a 100 years. That area of Europe has always been cold for thousands of years. So what they're using, this is an excuse again, is to punish the European population in order to say, this is so cold, we, we have to do something about climate change because we can't be reliant on pipelines any longer. We have to do more climate change. We have to control everything. Again, it's all theater. It's all designed, again, exactly what I said, to control the narrative and control the mindset of the population. Once you get people conditioned to a certain element, once you get them conditioned to a certain aspect of living, they will start to adapt to it. And this is what they did during COVID. COVID was the prime example. If you ever thought at some point in time you could have convinced an enormous portion of the population to wear a dog muzzle on their face for two and a half years, my golly, look at the example of it. I mean I talked to a, a guy yesterday, really good customer, really good friend, comes in the office all the time. He was working for a company out in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. And it was basically a construction supplier company. And I asked him, I said, how's it been going out there? He said, oh, well, I quit and picked up a new position, basically with a roofing company, about a month ago. I said, what happened out there? He said, dude, I had enough of it. He said, it was constant bickering and fighting with management over masks. And I said, mask? He goes, the management and the people that were running the company were so brainwashed. He said, I couldn't deal with it anymore. He said, all the way from the very beginning. With COVID, when they first started wearing the mask, I started going along with it, and then finally I realized what was happening. I told them, no, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm healthy. We've all had COVID now. This thing's starting to cycle down, and they constantly pushed it. I was constantly bickering and fighting with them over it, and he said, and every time I wore the mask, he said, I felt like I was going along with a lie. He said, it, it, I felt compromised, and I said, well, yeah, I know. I said, because the problem with it is if you know something is a complete and total lie. And you know in your heart it's a complete and total lie, but you still go along with it. If you're a Christian, it's a very compromising feeling, and you can push through it, and you can kind of repress it. But at some point in time, you kind of go, why am I doing this? I know this isn't right. I know this is a lie, but yet I'm still pretending to go along with the narrative. What happened with it is the mainstream media did a very, very effective job in making people go along with a lie. A lie that made no sense, a lie that had no scientific reasoning, a lie, in fact, in most cases, that had detrimental health effects to it with the lack of oxygen and recirculating the bacteria. Remember I told you guys about the research that they did with 12 different masks that were worn all day at school. I brought this article up to the school board in 2021 of April in Polk County School Board, and they tested all the masks had been worn. They tested the ones that had been washed. There were like six that had been washed and like eight or ten that had been worn. And every single mask that had been worn had anywhere between eight to 13 different types of bacteria, including strep, including E. coli. I mean, all, all across the board, on the mask, on the face of the mask. And so I said, so 
are we now talking that a virus with a 99.9997% survival rate is meant we need to block it out with a cloth mask that basically has strep on it and that has E. coli on it and that has staph infection on it and everything else? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. That's, that sounds super healthy. Let's put an unbelievably dirty muzzle on your face and breathe through it. Oh, make sure it gets really wet from saliva and moisture all day. So now you're breeding the bacteria even further with nice, hot, moist mask on your mouth all day long and suck through it. Oh, that's, that's definitely healthy. This is why I talked to so many people I knew that constantly were getting reoccurring bacterial pneumonia infections. Till finally said, I'm done. I knew one uh, car dealer down in Bartow. Great guy. I've gotten stuff from him before in the past, and I ran into him at a big Jeep event. And uh, he, I asked him, I said, how, how are you doing? I was like, well, I'm, I'm actually starting to get really healthy now. He's like, I was in the hospital two separate times of bacterial pneumonia. He said, I finally told the dealership they can either terminate me or I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not doing this anymore. He said, every single time I'd start getting better, I'd get out of the hospital, I'd finally go back to work, I'd start wearing a mask. Within a week to two weeks, I'd start getting horrible coughs, go back in the hospital, I couldn't breathe, bacterial pneumonia again. Because finally I said I'd had enough of it. And this, again, is exactly what I'm talking about here. Once you make people go along with a lie, even if they don't believe it, it's so easy to make them go along with another lie and another lie and another lie and another lie because they're compromised in their mindset. This is what they've done now with the morals and ethics of the generation. This is why they're pushing so hard to make children think that it's totally normal to be tranny, that it's totally normal to go through gender reassignment surgery. You have schools in states now that are demanding the right for children under the age of 18 to be able to go under gender reassignment surgery and start going on hormone replacement therapy in their teens and their early teens without parental consent. I've talked to you about this already. If for any instance you have any inkling you think that's okay, you really need to take a biology class and understand what you're doing to these children. When you start giving a female injectable testosterone, the side effects are irreversible. Her larynx grows. She gets facial hair. The jawbone grows. Shoulders get larger. Everything grows like a male. It doesn't go away. And there's other sexual effects that happen I'm not going to get into. It's not like you just cease taking the testosterone after six or seven years and suddenly those things just dissipate. They're permanent. They know this. There is absolutely no justifiable reason on the face of the planet why anyone should think it's okay for young children to, to A, be exposed to this perverted ideology, and B, be allowed to go through gender mutilation, whether it be through hormones, puberty blockers, or surgery. None, zero, period, ever. But what? You hear almost every day in the mainstream media. They're pushing another narrative. They're pushing another inch. They're pushing another inch because it doesn't happen overnight. You can't get the American population to go along with this overnight. It's got to be something that you do generation after generation. And that's why I told you guys I'm so adamant about making sure the children are constantly protected from what this stuff they're constantly exposed them to. So again, stay strong and get the truth out there. Also, to in other news, I want to switch gears here real quick because if you guys remember – 
back when was it? Uh, about the beginning of 2021 uh, when we started to see the shot really roll out and we saw article after article in 2020, uh, basically the end of 2020, summer of 2020, um, no scientific basis for vaccine shedding claims. Fact checkers say nursing newborns not having reactions to COVID-19 vaccine. People who are breastfeeding via the CDC can continue to do so and it's recommended. COVID-19 vaccines while pregnant or breastfeeding guidelines. We saw it all along. We saw the fact checkers when we post articles online. They would fact check us and say, oh, no, there's no such thing as viral shedding, vaccine shedding in the newborns with basically with breast milk. Well, the times are changing. Now the Journal of American Medical Association, JAMA, just published a letter that was from September 26 that proves conclusively that mRNA vaccine shedding is real and that vaccine mRNA is indeed shed into breast milk and is affecting babies that receive that milk. Remember how they said we were anti-vaxxers because we brought this up? We were fake news and we were disinformation. I mean, I saw it all. I mean, I remember getting into arguments with people about this. This is not possible. This shit can't happen. It's not science. You're a science denier. It can't go into breast milk. I said, yes, it can. It very well can. Well, JAMA just did a massive research study on it and proved conclusively it does. It says the initial, initial – this is right at the beginning – the initial messenger – RNA vaccine clinical trials excluded several vulnerable groups, including young children and lactating individuals. This current study now investigates whether the COVID-19 vaccine RNA can be detected in the expressed breast milk, EBM, of lactating individuals receiving the vaccination within six months after delivery. Now, what's interesting about this is the scientists picked 11, just 11, lactating women. Six received Pfizer and five received Moderna. After vaccination, after vaccination, the breast milk RNA nanoparticles. Not surprisingly, seven samples were all positive for the presence of mRNA. Now, what a lot of people, as I talked to somebody about this last night, I said it was interesting. As I said, it was seven out of 11. They were all tested right afterwards. And we were having a discussion of what about the placebo shots that we know were very, very real when you look at what's in my, what's in my shot or how bad is my shot? Remember, there were some there were some batch numbers that had virtually zero side effects of the shot, which means, in my opinion, and a lot of other scientific opinion, they had to be a placebo group. And then you had other shots, different batch numbers, different lot numbers that had like 90, 95 percent of the participants had severe side effects. Many of the death cases were in those batch numbers. That's not coincidental. You can't have one batch number that's so deadly and dangerous and another batch number that's supposed to be the exact same injection have virtually no side effects. I'll go on with you. After breast milk, after vaccination, the breast milk was analyzed for the presence of mRNA nanoparticles. The author points out that the vaccine state – they stated the vaccine state in the shoulder was essentially inaccurate, basically stating it was a lie. They just don't want to say it here in the article because remember the whole thing in the beginning? The shot stays in the shoulder. It doesn't go anywhere else. It goes right in your shoulder and protects you. It doesn't go anywhere else in your body. Remember the lie? You can't – you can't – I can't even keep up with how many lies we were told, guys. You start adding them up. It was hundreds of lies they told us. But anyways, the vaccine stays in the shoulder. That was obviously a total lie. The vaccine traveled to the breast, and it transferred the breast milk. The data demonstrates for the first time – this is from JAMA – the data demonstrates for the first time, to our knowledge, the biodistribution of COVID-19 vaccine RMA to mammary cells and the potential ability of the tissue EVs to package the vaccine RNA and be transported to the distant cells. It goes on to say here – then what's funny about this is they state it like 
it's a good thing, but they tell you what's happening. They say the vaccine mRNA detected in the express breast milk suggested the breastfeeding after the RNA vaccination is safe beyond 48 hours after vaccination. So wait, what? So they're saying is here breastfeeding within 48 hours after vaccination is not safe is what they're saying here. They don't say it, but they say it without saying it. They say it's safe after beyond 48 hours of vaccination. Now, it's interesting about this. When you first start reading this and you keep hearing the safe and effective, safe and effective, when you look at the chart showing the concentrations of mRNA and milk, and this is the part that's really strange, right? Because allegedly everybody's getting the same dose of the mRNA in each shot, each individual, allegedly. But what's interesting about it is the sporadicness and concentration is completely all over the board in the participants. So when you look at it, the women and the disparity of higher and lower values would be even greater. It's not consistent at all. So in participant number four, the concentration of vaccine RNA detected in express breast milk was 14 pictograms per milliliter. Now, remember, there's only a minute amount of RNA in this shot, allegedly. So what's interesting about this is you go to participant number 10, the concentration of vaccine RNA detected in express breast milk was 2.13 pictograms per milliliter. Well, then you go to participant number six, and they had 16.78 pictograms of RNA per milliliter. You go to another participant, they were 6.77 pictograms per milliliter. Now, what's strange about this is if you look at most individuals and you give them an injection, you will have usually what's called a half-life. You have a usual reference range where you can see where a certain element, whatever that element might be, will have a peak. And basically by the time it hits a certain hour window, it's half of its life. So say you inject 100 milligrams of a compound and say within eight hours – you have now reached 50 milligrams. That is essentially the half-life within eight hours. So eight hours, you have the half-life of the compound. There is no consistent half-life with this RNA. There is no consistency at all with this RNA. Every single individual is up and down all across the spectrum, even though they were all tested at the exact same time frame after they received the vaccination. What makes this even creepier this means that in a larger sample of women, not just 11, the disparity between highest and lowest values would be even more significant. This is a problem, and this is why we're starting to see so many children that are having all these health problems that haven't even been injected yet as newborns. Another thing that's very interesting about this, in the confidential Pfizer vaccines that the FDA wanted to hide for us for 75 years, as we have seen now, they show that the breast milk of, of, the, of the vaccinated mothers has caused significant side effects even in the own Pfizer report. They said the cases reported to exposure vaccine during breastfeeding was 17 cases of events. Three were extremely serious. One was death. 14 were non-serious. The reports that occurred in the infant children exposed to the vaccine via breastfeeding was parexia 5, rash 4, infant irritability 3, infant vomiting, diarrhea, insomnia and illness 2, poor breastfeeding, lethargy, abdominal comfort 2, vomiting, increased appetite, anxiety, poor quality of sleep, agitation, pain, and one of each including one death. So obviously this shot is causing problems. And the one report that we have found now, this is the adverse event in VAERS. Patient received second dose of Pfizer vaccine on March 17, 2020 while at work. 
March 18, 2020, her five-month-old breastfed infant developed a serious rash and within 24 hours was inconsolable. Refusing to eat and developing a severe fever, patient brought baby to local ER where assessments were performed. Blood analysis revealed extremely elevated liver enzymes. Infant was hospitalized and continued to decline and passed away. Diagnosis of TTP, no known allergies, no new exposures aside from the mother's vaccination the previous day. This is what the RNA shot is doing in high exposure to breast milk. This is why breastfeeding is not safe after the shot. This is why the shot's not safe, period. Think about it for a second. If this spike protein, this mRNA, is so toxic that a mother can get it injected into her arm, and the next day she breastfeeds her child, the child develops an enormous rash, severe fever, and then dies from elevated liver enzymes the next day when he was five months old and perfectly healthy. Remember, this was five months. This wasn't after the six-month shot schedule because that was the next thing I looked at. I was like, well, maybe he got his six-month shots. He did not. The only thing that changed was the mother got the vaccination the previous day. So that all being said, I want to remind you, expecting mothers, pregnant mothers, do not under any circumstances think this shot is safe. Do your own research. I would never recommend mothers getting this shot. I would never recommend anybody getting this death shot. But again, this was the lie they constantly told us year, year, year after year for the last two and a half years. It's safe. Pregnant women need to get it. Breastfeeding women need to get it. And now we're seeing the truth. That was a complete and total lie. But yet nobody's going to bring this up on CNN or Fox News. Nobody's going to address this JAMA article. Heck, it's been out for three weeks, and I just found it. This is why it's so important to continue to get the truth out there and stay firm in the word so you can be discerning on what's truth and what's fake because it's getting very, very serious. Now, like Dad said earlier with Roger Stone, Roger, I don't believe for one second Roger Stone put a video out like that. He's not easy. That man's smart. He's not going to put something moronic out like that, calling for violence. Deep fake is a very real thing that's out now. When Tom Cruise's guy that did that and did that deep fake, the fake Tom Cruise, deep fake Tom Cruise that came out in early 2021, it got like 14 million views in a couple days because people were freaking out because Tom Cruise doesn't have social media. Everybody started following this account. Then finally the guy came out and said, uh, yeah, sorry, guys. It was deep fake. It was completely and totally fake. It was me. We modified my face via digital editing. We modified my sound, and we basically made sure that I could express myself and use his movements and kind of his lingo. Everything about it was completely and totally not Tom Cruise. What makes you think they don't have that technology to continue using it to make people believe certain things are happening? Always question the narrative. And if stuff doesn't look right, it doesn't smell right, it's not adding up right, it's probably not right. Use discernment and use wisdom on this at any and all times, especially right now, Dad. What do you think? Extremely good segment, Austin. And you're right about the vaccines. And you have to deal with the shedding for pregnant women who are pregnant and shedding for women who are nursing their babies. I mean, this is a mess. You know, I, I spoke with uh, Lee Merritt yesterday via text, and she was talking to me about all the all the lies and all the all the obfuscation that's out there. And she was sending me some of these links and some of these articles. And I said, Lee, don't follow this guy. 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 It's all CIA. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, no, it's all CIA. I said, it's all fake. And I said, these guys come out and they say things that simply aren't true to try to scare people. And there's so many people in alt media now that follow this and puts this stuff out. I said, because they think it's a reputable source. And it's not. I can tell you one guy who lived in South America who routinely went to the CIA headquarters there in a South American country. And his first book that was published was published by a CIA 
printing system, printing, printing manu- manu- manufacturing facility, put a book at, at place. And, and if I mentioned his name to you, you would all know who he was. And he's pure CIA. And he's one of the top people in alt media. And, and the sad part about all this is, is that he puts out 80 percent truth, 90 percent truth. But it's always about a civil war. It's always about a nuclear war. It's always about economic and total collapse of the United States. And it's all pushing the narrative from the CIA and whatever they wanted to put out. And they've made him unimaginably wealthy because of this, because an unbelievable notoriety. And the name he uses online is not even his real name. I mean, it's, it's crazy when you stop and you think through it about how these guys are controlling the narrative through Operation Mockingbird and whatever they're doing. But ladies, if you're nursing or you're pregnant, you got to stay away from people in offices that are going to get vaccinated. I hate to say that to you. You just got to you got to avoid them. You can't be touching them. You can't be breathing their air. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And, you know, and also it's true about it, our friend who was constantly getting, you know, bacterial pneumonia problems. I've got another friend of mine, bacterial pneumonia, bacterial pneumonia, bacterial pneumonia, always wearing a stupid mask. And I told her, I said, stop it. And I went to college with her. I said, stop doing this. I said, why do you keep doing this? Well, because my, my daughter-in-law, my daughter won't let me see the grandchildren unless I wear a mask. So I said, so you're willing to give yourself bacterial pneumonia over and over and over again to see your grandkids. Well, then finally her granddaughter got her daughter got mad at her again and said, can't see the kids anymore. Just using the children as doggone a hammer to beat her with. I mean, it's ridiculous that people allow this stuff to happen, allow themselves to be compromised like this for the sake of trying to maintain relationships with people who are trying to control them through the relationships. Uh, years ago, I had a pastor. And I'm not going to mention any names. And the guy basically, uh, you know, I ended up having a falling out with him for various reasons. And I was right. He was wrong, but he didn't want to admit to it. And he told a bunch of his friends who knew me that were friends with me not to associate with me anymore. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not making this stuff up. And, 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 I, and, I, and I finally I contacted my friends and I said, what the heck? If he told me not to associate with you, I wouldn't listen to him. I'm going to associate with whoever I want to associate with. Don't allow other people to come in and de- determine who you can and can't associate with and try to blackmail you with that kind of stuff. Just say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my own decision. I'm an adult. I'm going to do whatever I want to do based on what the word of God says and upon what I feel is right through the Holy Spirit. That's how you have to do it. That's why you've got to pray on an ongoing basis. On a, I mean, on a regular basis, you've got to pray, folks. When you change the fabric of space-time through prayer, through the basically creating scalar energy, you change everything. You really do. So always make sure you start your day off in prayer. Always make sure you pray for your family. Always make sure you station angels around your family, that you plead the blood of Jesus over your family, that you put a hedge of thorns around your family, and walk in faith. And once you pray, it's done. You just assume it's going to be the way you prayed. And that's faith. With evidence of things not seen but hoped for and that you're going to pray for. That's exactly what faith is. That's the paraphrase of Scripture. And we got to understand that. So when you see these CIA assets coming in, like this one individual that I mentioned, that I won't mention his name if you guys know me personally. I mean personally, personally, I'll tell you who it is. But the reality is, is that you know, there are a lot of people like that. They have these websites. We're going to have a volcano. We're going to have an you know, earthquake. We're going to have alien invasion. We're going to have all of this stuff happening and blah, 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 blah. And invariably when you dig back into it, they're being sponsored by the same people who took down Building 7. It just is what it is. And they put out 80 to 90 percent truth. Some of them are actually very good speakers. They actually can be very convincing. But the reality is they put people on their websites that are not reputable, that, that, that basically have you, – when you see something posted by someone and you can't find three or four alternative sources verifying it that aren't quoting the same individual who said it, chances are it's fake news and you can't go through it. And I, and I told Lee yesterday, I said, I've actually covered a story several years ago before I started vetting it from three to four sources that basically I thought was legit. 
And I had to delete the podcast the next day when I found that it wasn't. Just delete it. It was too messed up to even try to edit. And, I, and, and that's the kind of stuff that aggravates you as an alt-media broadcaster who's legit. You, these people are out there everywhere putting out fake information like they've done with Roger Stone. Here, perfect example. Look at this. This is an article from Daily Mail. Daily Mail is CIA controlled. Just thought I'd mention that. And it says, dramatic new video shows gigantic mass of churning gas bubbles in the Baltic Sea from the sabotage Nord Stream pipeline among fears of environmental catastrophe as the Kremlin denies it was behind the attack. Here's what it starts off at. CIA sent strategic warning to European allies that the Nord Stream pipes were vulnerable over the summer, warning did not give time or place for the attack, and it is not clear if Russia was named as likely culprit, which they're not. Nord's news came from major ruptures of Nord Stream 1 and 2 and 3 pipes that Western leaders blamed on sabotage, and heavy suspicion has fallen on the Kremlin, which they did not do, which says both means and the motive for attack, which they would not. The European sources said they currently lack enough evidence to publicly blame Putin. See what they said? They said it was attacked. And then they say it was Putin, but they say then they say at the end, but we don't have enough evidence to publicly blame Putin. But they put that seed out there that it was Putin who did it to cover up what they're doing. Now, was the CIA directly involved in it, involved in this? As far as I'm concerned, you bet your bippy they were, because these guys are the ones that are always involved with so much of this stuff that's going on. It's, it's so important to understand that. And then now another one's coming out, and be very careful. You know, you know how I feel about Halloween. You know how I feel about it. I hate Halloween. It's a, it's a Luciferian holiday. But here's the Daily Mail came out with this one. It's a mass poisoning. Images show rainbow-colored fentanyl disguised as Skittles and Nerds candy as ex-DEA official warns parents that dealers are peddling the drugs to kids on social media. Parents have been urged to educate themselves about fentanyl ahead of the Halloween after 15,000 pills were seized disguised as in candy packaging. The Drug Enforcement Administration has been cracking down on fentanyl, which they linked to a 66% of deaths from overdoses and drug poisoning. And investigations of the fentanyl have also been linked into social media platforms, including Snapchat, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, and TikTok. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is 50 times more potent than heroin, with rainbow fentanyl first reported to the DEA in February 2022. This is why we pulled out of Afghanistan, guys. Because they don't have to grow poppy anymore. They make the synthetic stuff now. They're still using the poppy fields in Afghanistan, the ones that are still left and haven't been closed down by the Taliban. They're still being controlled over there by illegal and you know unethical drug lords over there in Afghanistan for people who actually want to have regular heroin and not fentanyl. But this whole thing has shifted to synthetic opioids with fentanyl. This is why it's all over the streets, and it can kill so many people so fast. You know, killing 60,000 or 100,000 people a year with opioid overdoses here in the United States after 65 million are now addicted to opioids isn't good enough for these guys that are trying to reduce the population of the planet. They would have higher death rates. And we see this all the time. So my response to you with children, don't let them do Halloween trick-or-treating. You say, well, our church is hosting something. It's called, you know, it's called the Fall Festival. and We're going to have trunks and, you know, full of candy and all the stuff. And we're not going to have them go door to door. Whatever. But why are you still trying to do a Halloween thing? I mean, why do that? Why why give the occult the satisfaction of knowing that you're out on Halloween evening doing what the doggone occult people want you to do? Why do that? If you're going to have a fall festival, if you want to do that, do it on a Sunday afternoon or, or, or Saturday morning, you know, and have some blown up things or whatever you want to have and have some cookouts with some healthy food and stuff at your church and have that fall festival as an alternative to this trick or treat Halloween mess. And I'm going to play that same video that I did, same audio that we did last year about a guy who was heavily involved in the cult when he was younger. And he talks about what the real meaning of Halloween is. We'll do that again for this Halloween. 
for, for that day because I want you guys to hear what this guy has to say. It's really, really, really important to understand this. Uh, by the way, culture wars have erupted now in Texas over a town basically, who basically has a drag bingo event hosted by a, quote, Christian church. Well, I hate to say it. I don't think it's much of a Christian church. It's a pro-LGBT church in uh, Texas. It's a microcosm of American culture war played out with liberals and conservatives screaming at each other across the boulevard on Saturday. I mean, how can a how can a church claim to be Christian and promote LGBT transgenderism? I just got to ask that question. You know, is, 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 do, have we taken tolerance to this whole new level? I mean, do we are we really going to do that? The answer is no. I would absolutely say don't involve yourself in any of this stuff. It's really, really important that we don't do this and be involved with any of this stuff as far as promoting and supporting transgenders. And I got to say it this way: I wouldn't support any LGBT church anywhere. Period. And there's another article. Mansion basically says Biden loan plan seems to wipe out the Inflation Act. And he goes, I cannot answer why we are penalizing those who paid off loans. In other words, the people who are having their student loans paid off by Biden. Now everybody's saying, well, why did we pay off our student loans? And we're not going to get $10,000 because if you're paying off their student loans or the parents who paid the children's way to go to college or the children like me, and my dad helped me, but I also worked when I was in college to pay off my college debt. So I would be able to get through without having a bunch of student loans and college debt. Why is it that we're being penalized now when people have gone in and majored in things like underwater basket weaving and absolutely useless majors and, and basically you know, are now getting part of their college loans paid off from Biden? And mind you, I, I don't, if the college in the United States hadn't raised its tuition so much to compensate these professors that are communists, you know, give them two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year in income, we wouldn't have this problem with these elevated tuition rates in all these schools, especially when you're out of student, you know, out of state student you know, population that's having to pay out of state tuition. But when you raise these salaries so high that these students now have to pay parts of these salaries, it's ludicrous. I know numerous professors of Florida State, two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year. It's stupid that we're paying pe- teachers that when people go into the teaching profession for a for, for hundred years, it wasn't because they were trying to make a lot of money as teachers or as professors. It's because they love teaching students. and They love trying to help people develop mental abilities to think. And, you know, that's, I did it. I didn't get into teaching for two years as a college professor because I was basically uh, you know, trying to make a bunch of money. They probably paid us anything 40 years ago. But I really enjoyed doing it. I loved teaching for two years as a professor. It was fun. But it wasn't because of the money. Even full-time professors. I was an adjunct. Even full-time professors didn't make much money. By the way, the CDC has dropped universal masking recommendation for healthcare workers. Imagine that. It's about time. I get so frustrated when I go into a hospital or to visit a friend or whatever. Now suddenly they're coming up to me. They're saying, you've got to make sure that you, 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 you basically put a mask on. I'm like, I don't want to put a mask on. You have to leave. So what I always do, I always – kind of hold the mask in front of my face and sneak in real quick, take it off when I'm in the elevator. As soon as I get ready to leave, I just take the mask off. There's like, you have to have a mask on. No, 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 I'm leaving. What what, what do you mean? I'm I'm leaving. I'm walking out now. I've got 30 minutes to walk out of this giant hospital, but I'm not going to wear a mask the whole time because what are you going to do? Make me leave? I'm already leaving. I'm done. I'm not going to do your stupid mandates with bacterial pneumonia. I have no interest in doing it, so I'm glad that's changing. Another report just came out. It said an 84-year-old woman was shot handing out pro-life literature in Michigan. Guys, 84-year-olds got shot in the back. Unbelievable. I mean, why in the world do people think they got to kill people promoting life? It's sad, isn't it? It really is. Guys, I love you. Continue to pray for us today as we get ready for this storm, and, which I believe is going to be a non-event because I've already prayed about it. And so just be with us and continue to pray for us, and I'll pray for you guys in just a few minutes. I love you guys. You guys are the absolute best. I appreciate you too. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. God bless you, and we'll also finish it up. 
Yes, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I saw multiple videos now. I've had people send me on this issue with rainbow fentanyl, and I, I never knew much about the drug. You know, I knew it's been becoming more popular over the last couple of years. I know the primary sources of it are illicit because the majority of actual fentanyl that's actually pharmaceutical produced is extremely difficult to get. It's extremely controlled, and it's made in very, very small, small dosages. However, it's synthetic, so it's very easy to manufacture according to a lot of the research that I've looked at. Mexico, China, the two biggest illicit importers of fentanyl, and apparently now the heroin market and the cocaine market are pretty much non-existent. Fentanyl is the new because it's so expensive and so strong the problem with it is now they're apparently these dealers and these distributors are running out of clients because it's killing everybody. So now they're sending it to children and the rainbow fentanyl is no joke. I watched a video the other day with a nurse who was talking about it in detail, how she has had multiple children now at this one school that have been hospitalized and basically they're having to keep Narcon on deck now because these kids are overdosing. A lot of times they don't even know they're getting it. That's the problem because they're trying to pedal it out in very small doses so these kids get hooked on it and they feel good, like it's like an opiate, and they start wanting to buy more of this candy. Very, very sick, sick stuff some of these individuals are doing in the drug world. Very important to protect your kids at all costs. So thank you again, my friends, for speaking the truth, holding strong, holding the line. We'll be chilling out today, watching some rain as this thing comes through. And uh, helping all the neighbors, family, friends, anybody around us that needs any support. So thank you for your prayers. We're still going to be shipping out stuff here today, as always. So if you need anything, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. We'll still be operational. We'll be back up and running probably Friday morning. So best believe nothing will be delayed at any point in time. We'll take care of you guys as we always do. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the HGH Stimulate, on sale for 12% off. That will be updating here in the next few minutes on the website at healthmasters.com. Thank you again, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again on this show later on as always.